It's spoiler in time, where we give you the full experience of a show in four episodes. First, best, worst, last, or maybe first, upper, lower, last. Uh, we are doing Cheers. Last episode, we talked about Cheers episode one, the first episode. Give me a ring sometime. Uh, this week, we are talking about Dinner at Eightish. Season 5, episode 20, the best episode. Although I believe the last episode technically is rated the best. Uh, this is the next best after that. I'm Tom Marin. He's Brian Brushwood. Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, we have to break our own rules because it turns out that the last episode is the highest rated one. So we're next best. Yes, the laws of succession uh, for our constitution kick in. And the 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 next best episode takes the best slot. Uh, Tom. Uh, uh, not only I, I am, I am so thankful that we're watching the second best episode because is it just me or is this the most uncheers like episode <laughs> of cheers I've ever seen? <laughs> I, it really is. I mean, most of it is not taking place in the bar. There's, there's a B plot in, in the bar, uh, and we start in the bar. Uh, so there's there's the you know the beginning in the bar where they set up the dinner, uh, and then there's the B plot of Carla uh, getting Cliff to to watch her kids, but the majority of the action is taking place in Fraser's apartment, uh, you know, uh, with Lilith, uh, because they've just moved in together. Uh, well, and uh, no, uh, number one, I did not realize how much Lilith resembles. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Uh, oh, really? Interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Also, big changes since episode one. Like we've jumped five seasons ahead. So, coach is gone. Sadly, uh, the actor died and was replaced by Woody Harrelson. So we we get the beginning of Woody Harrelson's career. Um, Cliff is now a regular. I don't know if you noticed that in the in the uh, credits. Um, he is. Oh, he oh, is. They actually mentioned him by yeah. name. Episode one. He's just a, a bit player uh but he's he's a regular now uh fraser has arrived of course because he's the main part of the plot but fraser came along in later seasons and one of the running gags of cheers was in the early years will they won't they sam and diane for this episode sam and diane are together like they're this is a couple this is a you know a double date to, at a dinner which is the only way that it makes it work because it is straight up a French farce. It is straight up an English farce. It is straight up an episode of Toast of London. It is <laughs> like like right down to the fact that they have the uh, uh, the three walled structure of a play set and and there's only one door yep. and that door serves as the place that the person who's currently mad goes so that other people could talk about them. Yeah, well, and the beauty the beauty of that is that Sam is in in, in true to his character, unfazed by it all. Like yeah. just wants to know, can I start eating? You know, is it is it okay? Are are we going to keep going? Uh, and then he gets the button of like, oh, thank goodness. I need to actually use this room for what it's for and go to the bathroom. So everybody goes through the door at the end. Uh, he uh, he definitely uh, Sam is a perpetual popcorn eating gif the entire time. And he is so unbothered by everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, uh, uh, meanwhile, the uh, uh, the bulk of the plot and, and why people should watch it is uh, Lilith and Frazier moving in together and getting ready to get married is a cautionary tale 
of why two Vulcans should never move in together. <laughs> it's uh, like, I mean, everything they're doing makes sense from their perspective. Yes. It, it, it's, it's, it's like watching a Lower Decks episode where two Vulcans are arguing. What One of the things that I loved about this episode, too, is it could have been very shallow. It could have been like, wait, you never told me that. Off to the restroom, which it was, but they used real relationship dynamics. They did not shy away from the the difficulties and the misunderstandings and the jealousies they they made them real things they they didn't sugarcoat them uh and and you know they even to the point where they they have you know an early conversation about like what if we had a code word for having sex except we're not going to say it that blatantly because it's primetime television and then they start to make up with each other later because they have the code word and it makes them giggle, which again is a real dynamic. Like I I was very impressed with how much realness they were able to insert into this farce. Uh, on top of that, like uh, the timing was very good. It was very yeah. lyrical. Like like comedy comes in waves, right? Where it's like uh, uh, the the whole reason that uh, I, I, you know my family is still playing the crooner game is because we wait until somebody's just about to forget about the game, and then the game comes back. That kind of thing. They do the exact same thing with the word dip in this. Um, uh, it it I don't know. It's it. I, I rather adored the fact that there were no real fangs at any point in this episode. Mm -hmm. there, uh, there were four safe characters, and I think we get a fifth at the very end. Yeah. Um, uh, and and we have a we have a, a silly B side plot that really doesn't go anywhere with Cliff feeling like you know. A, a, it's a one note joke, of, and of the bar, it right? doesn't get more time than it deserves because it doesn't deserve a lot of time, which is fine. Correct. Correct. However, the back and forth, the the uh, negotiations between Lilith and, and 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 the advanced level discussions of like, well, you're only saying that isn't a deflection on the yeah, thing, thing, yeah. thing. Like, I wonder if America didn't become uh, uh, socially more healthy as a result <laughs> because because millions episode. of people watch this episode yeah right right I, I, yeah. I, and i'm i'm not even it's a, it's a, it, there's a psychology i wonder how many psychology courses use this episode or did anyway uh to to illustrate points uh in relationship dynamics because uh, because granted this isn't realistic i'm not trying to say it, but the elements and the disputes and the kinds of arguments i'm like yeah those are all real things it was good uh, it, it, it definitely is a farce it definitely is a one-act play and as a matter of fact if you happen to have a child who's in high school who has to do a one-act play ah. just steal this just do this cheers episode uh, uh when when i was in high school we did um uh uh the imaginary invalid which was a french farce uh this is better than that yeah it's better than tartuffe or something um yeah i i also appreciate very small touches uh without which this this episode would have been just as good as it is but i i appreciate these as garnishes uh i wondered like well you know it's been a long time before she's checked on the dinner in the kitchen i bet it's burnt by now if it was real but that's okay we're just gonna not pay attention to reality and then they addressed it 
They're like, oh, we didn't know she had someone helping her in the dish. That's why she wasn't going to the kitchen because she didn't need to. And then that was a useful element of the plot because it's somebody who knew Sam and that brings up the jealousy uh, with Diane. Uh, then there is like the the uh, the uh, dinner bell um, was also explained by that because I heard the dinner bell first and I was before we had met the, the person and I was like, well, well, that sounds like someone ringing a bell. That doesn't sound like an alarm, you know, like an alarm going off. But OK, I guess they just did that same explanation. It's like, oh, no, there's an actual person over there. So I, I like both of those. Uh, yeah, I I wonder. I wonder. Uh, may, maybe I'll look up who wrote this and try to find out, like, where it was living as a story before it ended up as cheers because hmm. I suspect like it's so tight and so good that it makes me wonder if, if it already existed outside of the cheers. Yeah, if it was adapted somehow. And, yeah. and then somebody was like, yeah, I got this thing laying around. Yeah. Like, Let me work it into a cheers episode. Um, yeah. I, I think, uh, a couple of the things that were dated uh, that stuck out to me, the blood, they had to go get a blood test, uh, which used to be a thing before you got married uh, in a lot uh, of places. I, I, I didn't even know what that was. Uh, was the blood test like to make sure you weren't related or something? No, it was to see if you had incompatible platelets. Uh, oh, there, there, before there were decent treatments, which there are now, uh, if you had incompatible blood types, it could cause complications, uh, in the pregnancy and, and, in the birth. Uh, now they, they basically, you know, say like, oh yeah, we, we can resolve that. So you, you don't need to get it. But back then you had to get the blood test to get the, the license to get married in a lot of places because they, they wanted you to know like, Hey, if you marry this person, the kids are always going to be a problem because you've got incompatible blood types. At least I don't even know how real any of that was, but that's the way it was explained to me. Um, I, uh, uh, knowing that the people who are hearing this are almost certainly family to us. Uh, most of them patrons, uh, I, I guess I don't think I'll get in trouble with sharing, but, um, Bonnie and I had to take a test, uh, 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 to make sure that, we didn't have a certain genetic marker that is. Uh, uh -huh. That's the more modern version, I guess, that now that we have genetics, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, because Bonnie did have to go through the experience of before anyone was was thinking of this stuff, uh, 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 it, it was uh, uh, there, there is a tragic condition that that can be had if uh, a couple of recessive genes meet up and uh and and bonnie had to uh, in her childhood experience her mom being pregnant and uh uh it not working out mm -hmm. uh so so yeah yeah in anyway uh, I, I don't know why i brought that misery into what otherwise would be a joyful discussion sure about but you know that there there is still a, a a kind of a thing like that. Uh, although the blood test used to be like a de rigueur, like everybody had to do it uh, back in the day. Yeah, yeah uh, thank you for looking this up, Bobcat. Uh, Feth Sutton is credited as the writer uh, of this, um, and IMDb uh, shows that he is still out there writing. Uh, you know. Uh, writing credits and producing credits on on multiple uh series uh in fact upcoming credit on heroes in training chesapeake shores 
Defiance, the sci-fi network uh, show. Uh, and of course, uh, what that one episode of Cheers. It was the only episode of Cheers, uh, but but had a writing career before that, going all the way back to Newhart in 1986. Right on. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Well, there you go. Um, that's that's the problem with the best episode. Sometimes it's so good that you're like, I don't know what else to say. It was just it was just really good. Uh, well, I, I, I think we put enough effort into recognizing why it was the best. There like, was an like, honest to goodness it, cheese loaf. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that there was like a unironic <laughs> cheese loaf. The, the, yeah. the cheese knife. Yeah. Uh, that, that was, that would be farce. Now that part was not farce at the time. That was just like, yeah, you'd have a cheese loaf. That's what people do at these dinner parties. It's the eighties. Um, that is dinner at eight ish, uh, season five, episode 20. Are you prepared for the worst? Brian. Oh, Oh, that's right. That's part of the full experience. Is yeah. We all have to watch the worst one. <laughs> Uh, okay, I guess that'll be next week. Next week, season 10, second to last season. So we're into Kirstie Alley territory. Season 10, episode three. The episode is called Madame La Carla. Oh, my goodness. All right, all right. I mean, I'm, I'm going to guess it's some kind of like um, fortune telling version of Carla or yeah. something. Uh, we'll find out when we watch Madame La Carla and talk about it as the the low point in cheers in, in the uh, full experience yeah yeah uh so watch it along with us uh won't you madame la carla season 10 episode three that's it for spoiler in time you'll get these episodes earlier if you're a patron patreon.com slash cord killers we'll spoil you again next time 